Every year I know we gonna go hard. We been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave the wish you good luck. Only thing I will All right, let's get into it. I, I am hyped today, folks. Last time we had a chance to talk, we were going in to uh, the training camp. So it's been a heck of a lot has happened. Um, so you're back in Green Bay now, uh, signed a, a one-year deal with the Packers here. And just how, how are you feeling right now kind of going into this year after so much occurred last uh, offseason and then last season as well? I'm um, just excited to be back, um, looking to make that um, Super Bowl run again. Um, here to, you know, to finish the unfinished business from the last season. So... <clears throat> For sure, I, Yash, I think that's a good place to start because there are so many things to get into. Um, so, we'll let's take a step back and look look back at this last season. Huge year for you, obviously in year three. Mm-hmm. Getting your first opportunity to start left tackle week three mm-hmm. against the 49ers. You're thrown right into the fire. <laughs> You've got Nick Bosa as the primary guy lined up opposite you. Obviously, one of the better edge defensive players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. What were you doing to get yourself in the right mindset, preparing uh, for that game, knowing that that was a big moment for you? Um, and then what, talk us through kind of your emotions, if you can walk back um, as you put a foot on the field and got an opportunity to go out there with that first string offense. Um, it was quite an experience. I know um, once I was told that I'll be starting, uh, I took the initiative to really start preparing for that game as I always do for any game. And, you know, I think, you know, <clears throat> a lot of my teammates, the veteran, my veteran teammates uh, helped me to stay poised and calm during situations where I felt it was a little bit um, like a little bit too much for me in the sense I wasn't like I was stepping into that role. So they helped me make that transition um, and uh, stepping out there for the first time. uh, It was kind of like a dream come true. You know, it's like, you know, it was a Sunday night game. Packers are playing the 49ers. So, you know, everyone expected Packers to play like the Packers. So I, you know, I had to match that level of intensity um, for that first time. And I think, you know, it was something that I really found uh, enjoyable doing. I mean, felt really good doing so when, I, I'm sorry. sorry. Wait, oh, go for go it, Wed. See, we're excited to talk to you today. <laughs> well, I was just going to follow up because the game kind of breaks. You guys jump up to an early lead, kind of take control of the game. 49ers come back in the second half, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're in the less than two-minute drill, getting mm-hmm. the ball back. I, I mean, I, that had to have been a moment, too, that just ratchets it up the pressure. Or by that point, had you got kind of the pregame jitters out of it and you're yeah. ready to just go. Yeah, at that point, I was like, yo, we have to win this game, like, right now. Like, everything else is out the window. Like, we got to do this. So that was the mindset, and we, we got the job done, which was so cool. It was a really cool experience. Yeah, and so – and then going back a little bit um, – read some rumors about how it kind of went down, but how did you find out that you were going to be the starting left tackle for the Packers? Uh, um, I, I think I was told on that Monday before the game started, uh, or at least for that Monday, 
uh, going into that Sunday game. So I think right after, I can't remember who we played before the Niners, but knowing that I was preparing that whole week. So from that Monday leading all the way to the game, I, I knew I had knowledge that I would be playing or starting that game. And after that game, it being your first start, Mason hits the game-winning kick. Aaron does what he does in that last drive. I mean, you guys just made it happen. What an exciting uh, result at the end yes. of that game. Did, did anybody say anything to you after the game, or did anybody approach you after the game, uh, coaching staff, um, fellow players? I just, I, I'm just kind of curious if you had a moment after that game. Yeah, we, we went back into the locker room, and I shook hands with a lot of people that were proud of me. Um, my teammates, coaches, and it was just a really good feeling at that point, knowing that, like, I can, like, relax at that point because the game was over. Um, sometimes, like, you know, you're so focused on the game. It's like, okay, well, we won. I can relax. You know, it's over. But, you know, it being my first game, it was, like, a really cool experience. Like, you know, really cool experience. Did you have any moments during – and got to ask because it's your first NFL start, right? So mm -hmm. – did you have any moments during the game where you were like, holy smokes, here I am? Or, or were you just focused on the task at hand? Just focus on the task at hand. I mean, I like I trained with uh, one of the guys, uh, Aziz Alshair, the uh, Will linebacker for the Niners. So I got to chop it up with him on the field, which was pretty nice. Uh, but from there on, I was just focused on the game, focused on winning. And after the game, you're saying you relaxed, which is natural. Did you know that the next game is going to be against the Steelers and you're going from Nick Bosa to TJ Watt uh, just one week later? Or at that point, were you just like, you know what, I'll just deal with tape on Monday because there's not a lot of relaxing when you go from Nick Bosa in your first career start TJ yeah. Watt in your second career start. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I, you know, I laid in my bed and I realized I was like, okay, like I'm also playing next week. And uh, I had a good friend uh, from uh, my college, um, Virginia Tech. His name Braxton Faff. He recently just got married, and uh, his wife thought it was a good idea to surprise him with Packers tickets because he's been a Packer fan for eternity. First time coming to Lambeau, he got to see his boy play against his, like, favorite team. I mean, with his favorite team against the Steelers. So it was just like, you know, I had to perform that game as well. And I was just like, I can't let Braxton down. So it was just exciting going into that game, too, especially being at home. So that was the first time he actually playing in Lambeau against wow. the Steelers. So yeah. what's the difference then from a noise perspective, um, from a vibe, from a feel, whatever you want to call it, going from San Francisco on the road, primetime TV, to back home at Lambeau Field? I mean uh, – how, how much does a crowd noise not affect you at Lambeau compared to on the road? You know, like how loud does it get? Just kind of curious because, uh, you know, theoretically we're talking home field advantage and we've got mm -hmm. some smart fans in Green Bay that know when to be quiet. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, um, I guess like being a professional comes to a point where like the level of focus have to be so tremendous to where you can really key into the quarterback and what you have to do and to where like noise is not really like, I mean, you know, we played in, played in loud places in college, like for example, playing in Clemson or playing somewhere college that has a lot of fans. You just have to key into like listening to what you need to listen to. So carrying that over to the NFL where, you know, you hear the snap count, you know what's going on around you and, you know, you practice for things like that. So just being on top of it. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, coming out of that, obviously, then you started one more week in week five, and then Alton Jenkins comes back um, and uh, took over at left tackle until he got hurt towards ACL. Um, I mean, I, I mean, that had to have been certainly a difficult transition to go from starting the highs. I mean, you're a consummate teammate and professional, so not questioning that part of it, but still you're human right you go through that and then all of a sudden you're going through a teammate having a season-ending injury but you've got to go right back out there and play again week Mm -hmm. 11 against the vikings so Mm -hmm. talk us through that roller coaster how you stayed mentally sharp and you know honestly were able to come back later in the season and perform i think at an even higher level Mm -hmm. than what you did in that first few uh games that you had that opportunity um, you know, it's just really, like, as you said, opportunity. So, you know, just being prepared for the moment, like, even before the moment comes, um, you know, just training on knowing that, like, I, I train to be a starter because uh, Coach Stanovich and all the coaches, you know, they always tell us, like, you know, at any given Sunday you can be up. So you have to approach it like that. You have to see it like that. You have to come ready. So that was my main focus to always every game train or to prep as the starter. So I don't have to feel shocked on the day where something like that happens and I'm not prepared. Because then like for me, I feel like I would be letting the team down if I didn't do my job diligently. So just being prepared. So you faced kind of a murderer's row of pass rushers. Um, Wags mentioned a couple of them, but uh, I mean, you played Quinn over there in Chicago, uh, young guy out of uh, Cincinnati, Hendrickson. Um, I'm sure I'm missing guys, but you had a lot of guys that were kind of coming at you over a number of weeks uh, as the starting tackle for the Packers. Um, Anyone in particular that you were just like, whew, that guy can ball, or, or was it just, uh, you know, all of them? <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's all of them. I mean, all of them have a certain, you know, certain kind of rush or a certain kind of move that, you know, make them distinct from other pass rushers. But, you know, just honestly uh, taking the challenge, you know, every week is a new challenge. So it's just like, you know, most people would see this, oh, my gosh, like I'm going against this crazy defensive end. And I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, like, it's another challenge, another week. So, like, you know, let's do this, you know. And I think for the most part, like, I had – this is, I mean, the offense, all the Packers offense, the whole team is a supporting cast. So, you feel like there's an accountability factor to it. So, I – they everyone's expecting me to do my job. I'm expecting them to do their job. The mindset going into the game is that's it, no matter who's lined up in front of you. So, that was my mindset. You know. So, Yash, lighter moment. You get an opportunity to do the, the robot uh, as a touchdown celebration. Oh. We got to know what the backstory on that, how premeditated was that, oh, or was that man. just in the moment? I mean, there's got to be heat some the story moment. behind that one. It's really, honestly, the heat of the moment, man. I mean, as a kid, I loved to dance, um, and that just, like, subconsciously happened, honestly. I was, like, so excited we scored ended up doing the robot you know i can't even explain it but <laughs> it just we, we use that gif all the time on our twitter we love it did you know that aj knows how to do the robot too or did that just yeah out? i mean honestly like we spoke about it the day before the, the rams game you know we were like you know what we should really come up with a touchdown touchdown dance and you know we wanted to make it like football i mean uh robot related 
And, uh, you know, it just happened. He scored the game. And I was like, okay, we already have it ready, so let's do it. You know. <laughs> so then I got to ask that, follow up to that. If it was not premeditated, what was the cut up and film session then on on Monday uh, when you guys are, are watching that? I, you had to have been taking quite a bit of ribbing from the coaching staff and your, your teammates when they were replaying oh. that one. I mean, hey, they, they loved it. You know what I'm saying? They loved it. I mean, we were just trying to – every week we were just trying to find new ways to have good touchdown dances. I had some with the offensive line, like, jumping in a circle this year. I mean, we, like, have a whole bunch of – a plethora of moves that we want to use. So, yeah, it's fun. So we'll have to be on the lookout then this season, what you've been cooking up in the off season for the next touchdown celebration then, I suppose. Yeah, Wags, we'll brainstorm some and we'll send them to you, Yash. We'll, we'll try yeah. to come up with some for you too. Um, the, the robot was awesome, um, but do you have a most memorable moment from last season? I know we want to talk to you about the future too, but it was such a big year for you. We were so excited to see you get this opportunity finally. Was there a moment for you last year that just kind of will stick with you, you know, years down the road? Yeah, I mean, my, my mom came to the Vikings game, like on my birthday, January 2nd. We played them at home. I think that was probably the most memorable game. My mom seeing me play as a professional. Uh, she went to all like my high school games, came to some college games, but having my mom come watch me at Lambeau was pretty special. Do you have, do you have I, yeah. jitters before the game? A little extra, knowing mom was going to uh, be in the stands. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't. I I just knew that I had to play well that game, you know, and that you know my mom was in the stands watching me, so it was really cool. Is she the kind of mom that's going to get get in your ear and be like, well, you know, on second down, you missed a block, Yash? Or is oh, she full-on supportive? <laughs> full-on supportive. Full-on supportive. She was actually talking about how cold it was that game. And I warned her, you know, um, but there's no way to prepare for the frozen tundra. I mean, coming from anywhere else. So, so yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Yash, one last question about last offseason from me. Um, you know, I, I think I we can't not ask. You're going into the, we're going into the playoffs. Everybody's kind of expecting Bach to be back after he plays a little bit against the Lions. Unfortunately, he's had fluid buildup. We find out later, and his knee uh, isn't able to go. What's can you take us into the process that week? What's been what's going on? What's communicated to you? You've been starting the whole time. Box expected to come back, and then all of a sudden the playoffs come around, and um, unfortunately for you, didn't get an opportunity to start. And you know, I, I know we, you had a, you guys had a great offensive line. So uh, Billy Turner's coming back, certainly. Um, Dennis Kelly, veteran guy, was playing well over on the right side. So I don't think anybody was like totally questioning it. But at the same time, you were playing so well on that left side. What was kind of the process from your perspective le leading up to that playoff game? I mean, as far as my perspective, I pretty much treated that game as any game. Uh, you know, it was a playoff game. It was high stakes. And, you know, um, you know, the coaching staff made a decision where it was like, you know, they were going to go with the guys they believed that was going to go out there and get the job done. And honestly, like, I was all for it, you know, believing that I trust my coaches and their beliefs of putting us in the best position to win the games. Um, that was my pr thought process is, was going into that week against the Niners and, you know, treating it as the other 17 games. Um, and uh, can I ask, when was that decision communicated to you? Was that early on that week or later in the week? 
I can't exactly remember um, when it was communicated, but I, um, I was just, you know, I treated that week as any other week. So, yeah. Okay. So, well, go ahead, Wags. Well, and I was going to say, so we're moving, moving on from that, um, Dane introduced you as offensive tackle for the Packers. Some changes have been made. Um, Billy moved on. Uh, so he's no longer with the Packers. Are you now the right tackle of the Green Bay Packers? Uh, still left tackle of the Green Bay Packers? Or, you know, what's the, what's the plan as far as you know? Um, because it seems to us from the outside looking in that you've got an inside track at the starting right tackle position uh, going into training camp. But um, you tell us, what's, what's, what's the plan from your perspective going into this uh, uh, training camp and uh, into this season? Um, you know, well, everyone has expectations. Um, you know, I my plan is just to, you know, have an opportunity to go and play either left or right. Um, and, you know, as the opportunity is given, you know, just do it the best I can at either position to be out there and play at a high level for the Packers with the G on my helmet. You know, that's like literally, you know, it's a dream come true, you know, honestly. So taking the opportunity to play either position, left or right tackle, and doing the best I can. And you you have um, experience playing the right side in college, correct? Yes, my senior year. How, so how different is it? I think that the average fan, you know, would say, well, a tackle's a tackle. Um, even playing high school football, I know that it's just different. Playing left side to the right side. How different is it playing the left side to the right side? And how, how much of an adjustment is something like that for, for you, especially at this level? Um, well, you know, with anything, you have to continuously get reps at either side. And, you know, at a certain while, it'll become muscle memory, you know, playing the left as in playing the right. So, you know, whatever position you play, you know, you want to, whatever reps you do, you want to make sure they're split down the line, doing as many reps as the left as you do as right. You know, and from there, practicing that with the team or whenever I'm in either position and thriving by being prepared to do so. Is is the language different, um, like playbook language at all different uh, for offensive line on the left side compared to the right side? Or or is kind of the terminology just about the same in the huddle? I mean, you know, the terminology is the same for all of us. It's just, you know, you have to flip the plays over because you're not, you know, you're playing left tackle or you're playing right tackle, depending yeah. on where the, where the ball is. It's like, okay, well, I'm not playing left tackle, I'm playing right tackle, so I have to go this way, I have to go that way. So, <laughs> you know, it's just staying on top of that. Yeah, you don't want to open up <laughs> the wrong way uh, when, you, when you start lining up on the other side. For sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, uh, another change that uh, was made, a couple of changes on the coaching staff, uh, your position coach, Coach Senovich, uh, moves up into the offensive coordinator position, uh, well-deserved promotion, I think, considering the work uh, that uh, you guys did last year on the offensive line. And uh, Luke Buckus is now uh, the offensive line coach. What can you tell us about Coach Buckus? I mean, I know he's been with the Packers, assistant offensive line coach now for a couple seasons. But, um, you know, what, what can you tell Packer fans out there about him and uh, what you expect uh, that he will bring in his role now leading that offensive line position group? 
you know, I think Coach Buckets is an awesome coach. Um, I think, you know, he has a good relationship with all the guys in the room, and he's very approachable for any sense of help needing help needed as far as the playbook or anything else. Um, I think it's a well-deserved um, uh, bonus for him, too, to become the offensive line coach. We know him. He knows us. We've been, we'd be around him. He's, he's been around us. He's been in the room. So it's almost like an easy transition, like almost like if we were to have someone brand new compared to we know someone already, you know, so knowing Coach Buck is already someone that we've been acquainted with. It's like, you know, a lot. Uh, there's the trust factor is like there already because, you know, we've known him for the years he's been here. So it's, it's been, it's been awesome. And so pre- preparation, even, even before getting, I, I know you're in green Bay. Now we're recording this early May, um, to the right side compared to the left side. I'm sorry to go back to it, but I mean, this is going to be one of the probably most watched positions I think in camp something. And we're really rooting for you, obviously, um, you know, from, from a practice standpoint, even now, are there any special things that you're doing to kind of be prepped and prepared, uh, heading into OTAs and heading into training camp? Like, are you doing footwork already? You know, are you doing that kind of work or is it mostly, you know, lifting and some of that kind of work? Well, you know, we, we've touched the field and did some, you know, individual drills where I'm going playing left to right tackle. So, you know, I've been working both for now. Okay. Preparing to preparing to work for both, so yeah, I have. Great. And do you expect the game? You've been in the league now for a few years. Um, do you expect uh, the game to to continue to slow down, or has it slowed down for you now? You know, going from your rookie year to now becoming really a veteran player for this team. Yeah, it, it has slowed down. I mean, you know, you you know, after a while of playing a game like this, and you know, being comfortable in you know, playing between the whistles, like, you know, you try to expand your knowledge of the game every year, every time you get an opportunity to, you know, push yourself to be a better player. Um, I think, you know, this year will be a really good year, you know, take my game to the next level as well. So I'm excited for that. For sure. Um, Yash, do you pay attention to the draft at all? I, I mean, we bought a, a few few more young guns to replenish some of the depth uh, mm-hmm. in the position group. Looks like there might be a couple personalities out there as well. I don't know uh, okay. if you paid much attention uh, to some of your new rookie teammates at all, or um, is that just something that you'll meet meet those guys uh, when OTOs start? Um, you know, I, I, I know we brought in a few guys. I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm excited to meet them and get to know them and you know, get to be around them and, you know, uh, get to it with them. Uh, but, you know, it will be interesting to see, like, the different personalities from each different guy, you know, uh, being in the room with the other offensive linemen, see how they blend with us. be interesting. I've got one last question for you. Just going into this season, what's your expectation? What 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 is your hope, your, you know, your goal going into the 2022 season as a member of this organization? What is my goal? Um, I want to have a Super Bowl ring. You know, that's the goal. Uh, I guess that's what any, you know, athlete goal is, is to become a champion. So you know, I've been, I've been, I'm sure everyone's been digging at it for years. So, you know what I'm saying? Every year is a new chapter to do so. So that's what, that's my expectation. You know, I, I, I wouldn't expect any other answer from you. You're a humble guy. 
putting the team goal ahead of your own. Yeah. Um, but uh, deep down, uh, I think I, I know you're a competitive guy and, and you're looking for that individual success. Um, no doubt about that. And I think you're well positioned to, to build on what, what you were able to do last year. So, um, so I think it's going to be a, another exciting big year for you for sure. So um, you. away from the field, just, uh, just before we go, what have you been doing this off season to take some time to relax as you've gotten away? Um, have you been doing any travel at all? Like yeah. uh, what's, what have you been kind of, what have you kind of been doing to, to get away from football? Um, you know, I, I kind of got into photography. Um, I've been using like a Fuji film camera. Uh, I, um, after the season was uh, in Santa Monica during like the Super Bowl. I uh, just got me an Airbnb out there. It's been time in my – I have two sisters. I brought them with me. You know, we were on the Santa Monica Beach just relaxing. But took that time to travel and have some family time as well. And, you know, I was in New Jersey where I'm from and spent time with my family. Took my dad to some Knicks games, some Nets games. So, yeah, I'm usually family-oriented, but I'm, like, not in season. <laughs> so when you're at the Knicks or Nets games – you know, did you play basketball uh, when you, um, you know, before you got into football or like, you know, what, uh, if you're sitting around like the Knicks, unfortunately had a little bit of a rough season this yeah, year. They but, did. They um, did. Nets was a dr dramatic season is a one way of putting it. <laughs> That's um, true too. <laughs> so, so like, uh, do you have a basketball background? I guess I'll just ask that. Um, you know, honestly, I I still, I mean, I love basketball. I played basketball before football, actually, but mm -hmm. I, I always try to stay plugged in with basketball. Um, it's just, I, I, I love watching it. I love playing it if I could. You know, I'm really, yeah, basketball is my thing. So then who's your comp? As my if comp? You were a bas yeah, if you were a basketball player, who would who would be your comp? Uh, who what what type of player uh, would would people say you are? Uh, you know, I'm probably like a bigger guy. I'm taller than most people. I would be playing center. But you know, if if I had a choice, playing amongst other basketball players, potentially a shooting guard. If you ask me, I feel like I could shoot pretty well. <laughs> who who right now in the league favorite uh, shooting guard? Right now in the league, um, let me see, uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Okay. He really good shooting guard. Um, but my favorite player right now is Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's, yeah. It's like not even close, not even close, honestly. Um, but young star coming, uprising, probably John Morant right now. Mm -hmm. He's so fun to watch. Else. That guy does it all. Yes, yes. Really so, Yash, when you're on the court then – are you more of that like pull up uh, J mid range game, or do you take flight like you're gonna try to dunk over someone? Okay, honestly, if it's an open lane, I'm gonna try to dunk it for sure. But you know, I, I'm yeah, I will probably pass the ball out if I'm open. I'll shoot. You know, if I'm not, I'll pass the ball out. But then if it's an open lane, I'm taking it. I gotta tell you, I don't know how many people would be building a wall. The Giannis wall, if they saw you coming, man. Yeah. If, you see, if you see Yash at the Y, clear out because he's dunking. Oh, man. Yeah. That'd be quite a sight right there. Um, well, uh, listen, man, I don't want to take up, uh, we don't want to take up, I should say, too much more of your time. But, um, you know, anything else that um, you think uh, you want to share with, with Packer fans out there as you're 
you and the team are preparing for this next season? I mean, I know the OTAs and camp has, hasn't started yet. Um, mm-hmm. The OTAs will start in a few weeks, but um, you said the goal. That's always the goal, right, in Green Bay, especially as long as uh, Aaron Rodgers is that quarterback, go win a Super Bowl. Uh, but any other parting thoughts that you have uh, as you prepare for this season? Um, I, I would just say for the fans to be excited for this upcoming season. I mean, the Packers get to play in London. I mean, that's like, that's so cool. I I didn't even think that was going to happen, but, you know, I'm excited for that. Uh, but also, I mean, for the fans, I just, you know, I would just tell them to be excited and, you know, you know, uh, be um, open to a new season, a new chapter for the Packers for this season. You know, last year didn't go how we wanted, but, you know, it's a new season. So, yeah. That's great. Well, Yash, thank you so much for joining Lombardi's Legends podcast again. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for being a good friend to the podcast. Good luck this season. Trust yeah, us. We will be cheering. I, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I said this <laughs> <right on. laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yash, for yeah. those listening, uh, wearing a Lombardi's Legends t-shirt, we appreciate you, man. Thank yeah, you so course, much. Have a great night, Yash. Yeah, yep. Go Pack night. Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Thanks, Yash. You're welcome. All right, Dane, that's Yash and I'm in. Um, I think we've got a couple of thoughts to recap that. But before we do, let's uh, hear from our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And of course, it's NBA playoff season now. So, uh, Dane, you've been keeping a surprise of your wife, Andrea's. NBA bets, uh, she's been warming up here. Bucks coming off a loss, but um, how has everything been going for her with the NBA and DraftKings? Well, our dude Yash just said it. Giannis is the best. He's the most fun right now. So we're still going all in on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, so obviously at this point, folks, um, if the Bucks are losing, we're not doing well uh, on the DraftKings Sportsbook because we're going all in with Milwaukee. But again, the, use promo code TPPN. Uh, you get free bets uh, thanks to this DraftKings Sportsbook. My wife um, never watched basketball, but because of DraftKings Sportsbook, she is buying in to the Bucks hard. She's having a lot of fun doing it. It makes the games that much more enjoyable. So thank you, DraftKings. Thank you, DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, folks, use promo code TPPN and start winning some money. Yep. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $100, $150 in free bets. If they do, that's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and restrict eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So, Dane, um, that was fun. Uh, yeah. Always fun to get any player guest on, but Yash especially. I just wanted to get his insight and perspective, not only on what he went through last off season, or last season, I should say, during the year, stepping in week three and as a starter, has to step aside and then comes back, finishes the year strong. Um, but now kind of going into this next season, being able to get some of his mindset on how he's approaching, attacking, having a big opportunity to lock down a, a starting right tackle position. Yeah. No, I mean, how can't you root for somebody like him, right? He's a guy who who's just come up within the organization. This is an organization that – 
really prides itself on draft and develop. And Yash has just put it together. Um, I think he has, uh, you, you mentioned during the pod, an inside track for that right tackle position. I completely agree. He's young, he's athletic, and he gets it, right? He, he played phenomenal, I thought, last season against some of the top premier pass rushers in the league. So I just, I think that the sky's the limit with Yash. I think we're still scratching the surface. Uh, with what he's able to do. And I think that come week one this year, Yash Nyman's the starting right tackle of the Packers, um, unless something unforeseen happens. I just think he's that talented of a guy. And Weggs, I think he has a lane and an opportunity to lock down that position, even once Elton Jenkins is back. That's how high I think both of us are on Yash. And not to say that because he was on the pod, we really think it. He's a really, really fine football player with the arrow still pointing way up. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that if you feel, I mean, it obviously depends. First of all, did he win the position and then how does he perform on the field? That's football, right? That's that's, that's football. Absolutely. But I was just going to ask you that. I I mean, if he plays well enough, why would they move off of him? But then it becomes an evaluation of everyone. So how are the interior guys playing versus Josh as much as how's Josh playing overall? Because Elton Jenkins he can play anywhere. We know that. He's one of the more talented young uh, linemen in this league, uh, but he's going to be coming off an injury. We don't know when he'll be ready, perhaps just because, uh, especially with an ACL injury, maybe they don't want to put him out in space, out at right tackle. Perhaps it's a little bit uh, safer to bring Elton Jenkins back at his natural guard position. And you could say his natural position is anywhere, uh, but uh, perhaps uh, that exposes him a little bit less. He doesn't have to be out in space uh, and uh, he can just kind of stay in the interior uh, to protect himself a little bit as he comes back. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's going to come down to performance. But, Dane, I fully agree with you. I think, Yash, if, if he goes out there and, and plays the way he did last year at right tackle yeah. um, for the first five, six, seven, or however many weeks it is before Elton John come back, there is a pretty darn good chance that you're talking about the right tackle, not just for next year, but right tackle of the future. Uh, he could he could earn legit uh, a longer term contract uh, coming out of this season, depending on how it goes for him. So a uh, huge career opportunity for him. And this is fourth season. It's hard to believe that he's been in the league that long, but wow. he's paid his dues for sure. He has. And I'll tell you what. Um you mentioned the a, a total offensive line evaluation potentially once Elton Jenkins back. All I know is that last year um, they won an awful lot of games when Yash Nyman was on the field for them. And then they decided to shuffle things uh, for that playoff game, as you mentioned during the pod. And, you know, things didn't turn out the way that we'd hoped. And there was a lot of pressure coming from that side of the field where Yash potentially could have been playing. So I would really like to see him get a, a, a real fair shake. And I, I really do think he's going to. Uh, this year because I think he has that opportunity to solidify it. I wish he would have been the starter in that playoff game, but we can't reverse time. So we can only look forward and let's just hope that, you know, he's able to do what we know he's capable of doing. Yeah. Not to read into his response to that, but would it be fair to say that, you know, as diplomatic as he was and how he answered that question, that it was pretty clear. He was probably pretty disappointed that he didn't get the opportunity to go out there. 
Well, he's a competitor. He he said everything completely, you know, right. And I think he believe, you know, he he means what he says. That being said, he's a competitive dude. So, you know, of course, I'm sure he wishes he would have been out there for a playoff game. Who wouldn't want to be, right? Especially, I mean, he's got a competitive fire like crazy. Yeah, for sure. So, um, Dane, just looking at the rest of this offensive line group and the depth, of course, we replenish some of the depth in the draft, bringing uh, three guys in the, in the draft. Um, we're also going to be looking at the undrafted free agents. We got a, a couple other guys undrafted. So um, certainly competition coming in, but um, I think a good way to sum this up is given the amount of experience that Yash has, not only with the team, but with his on-field performance and experience last year, we're not just saying, oh, he got to play last year and did subpar. Right. He got to play last year and played really well. Yes. So, you know, there's a big difference between he was the third string tackle, went in there and had some ups and downs versus he went in there and for the most part played really consistently and really solid to above solid yeah. football. So um, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited. Uh, and if you're him, there's no reason to think that he doesn't have the inside track and the leg up despite some of the draft picks that came in. I don't even think he's worried too much about that. He's going to worry about what he can do and go out there and continue to play at a high level. Yeah. Listen, folks, I hope you enjoyed this one. We we really love talking with Yash. He's a great guy. Um, what you see is what you get with him and really appreciate his time. So, uh, you know, please keep uh, sharing, tell your friends uh, about this one, and I hope you enjoyed it today. For sure. So as always, be legendary and go Pack Go! Pack go. Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll leave it with your good luck. Only thing I will say.